0: Are we ready? Yes. Wonderful. This is the one where we talk about murder. Woo! Uh, I am Maggie. I'm Kathy. And basically, we're just gonna we're gonna tell you things that we love to talk about, and that's murder. murder and real fucked up shit. Real fucked up shit. All of the fucked up shit. Yes, I can't stop looking at that green light. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out learning curve it's our first episode it's fine yes okay so no 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 say what made you spooky oh yeah um for me a the first thing that i was truly obsessed with that was like true crime was definitely zodiac okay how do you get away with sending like encrypted letters to people how did they never catch him? I don't know. There was also sort of, I feel like, a Law and Order episode like that. Yeah. And it, like, haunted me. I think Law and Order has covered literally everything in the world, though. Yeah. I'm not saying it's like, accurate. Oh, no. Like, same concept. Yeah. Um, and then also, growing up, my mom has always been obsessed with, like, thriller mystery books. And I grew up reading a lot. So, like, James Patterson, Danielle Steele, John Grisham, like... Books I was entirely too young to read, probably, but I did, because that's what was in the house. See, I always liked boring shit. Like, (laughs) I never wanted to watch Law and Order with my parents, because I was like, just watch a documentary. I never wanted to read, like, the... So I did, like, O.J. Simpson versus The People, (laughs) but I, like, never wanted to watch stuff like that, because I was like, why wouldn't you just watch a documentary? Yeah, I don't want to actually see it. Like, I want to see, I don't want to see, like, actors reenacting real shit. Correct, but, like, I still won't read Gone Girl. Really? No. Why? I can read The Stranger Beside Me. (laughs) Fair. Very fair (laughs) point. I don't know. I'm still that person. Yeah. Mine was JonBenet, for sure. Of course. For sure. And then I did go through a Ted Bundy thing when I was, like, 13. I think everybody's gone through a Ted Bundy thing. Well, yeah, because you, like, expect these people to look terrible and heinous, and he just looks 100% like a human. Normal. He could have been, like, your mailman. Yes. That makes it worse. It does. <laughs> but I think it brings the interesting factor into it. Oh, for sure. Okay, I'm going to go first so that I okay. can talk in depth about Ted Bundy after this. Yeah, he's more likable? Oh, for sure. Because I'm going to do the Night Stalker. And no one likes that fucker. No, because he looks.
1: It's the, the teeth. Awful. It's the teeth. I know the picture.
0: Yeah, it's the teeth. We'll definitely have to add that picture in case nobody has ever seen the picture of his Of teeth. Richard Ramirez's teeth before he got them fixed while he was in prison. It's haunting. They're disgusting. Yes. Also, the head bandage picture is pretty fucking oh, terrible. Oh, yeah. That one's awful. He looks like a mummy. Yes. Okay, so Richard Ramirez, born February 29th, 1960, leap year baby. He's born in El Paso, Texas. Wait, he was born on February 29th. 20... Huh. Okay. Yeah. I always wonder how people celebrate your birthday every other day. I don't know, do you celebrate on like the day before or the day after? Are you really just a quarter of your age for your whole life? That's the dream. That is the dream. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be 12. Oh, no, baby. I take that back. No, no more no adult responsibilities. Okay. No, I don't ever want to be either of those. Checking just, out. Eight maybe. Yeah. Six. Seventh grade was fucking terrible. All of school is fucking Nobody terrible. Nobody likes middle schoolers. Sorry, middle schoolers. not sorry, don't listen to this. You're so little. <laughs> okay. Uh, he's the youngest of six children. Um, so basically, when he was two years old, a dresser fell on top of him. It it gave him this big ass cut on his forehead. It required 30 stitches to sew him back up. Uh, and we all know, like, head injuries and serial killers seem to go hand in hand. Yeah, so I'm not going to lie. When you first told me that, yes. I was instantly relieved because the second Jackson fell out of the shopping cart, me being me, I immediately was like, oh, my God, he had an injury. <laughs> That's one of the three. My three-year-old fractured his skull. He did not need stitches. Via jumping out of a shopping cart. Via jumping out of a shopping cart. For fun. No concussion. Really just a bone injury. Just the bone <laughs> is his head. Just a very important bone that protects his brain. Yes, It's fine. Yes. He's great. Um, and then when he was five, his sister knocked him unconscious with a swing at a park. Mm-hmm. So double brain injury. Doesn't get better for him. Um, he's diagnosed with epileptic seizures. as like an adolescent preteen. Um, and when he was growing up, it was the 60s. It wasn't fun to be a kid in the 60s, I would assume. Okay, I don't think so. Because, like, parents just kind of hit their kids. Yeah, so his dad was, like, super violent towards him, prone to violent outbursts. So when he was 13, he decided he could not handle that anymore at all. Um, He decided that a great place to sleep would be in a local cemetery. Totally normal. It's fine. Um, I also read that his dad would, like, punish him by make, like, tying him to a crucifix in a cemetery and making him sleep there overnight, so maybe he already... Was familiar. He was digging the vibe in the cemetery. I don't know. I still don't like cemeteries. I like them in the daylight. Mm, I wouldn't say like. Maybe a cool one. Yes. Like the back east, it's old. Yeah, like a really old... Or like the ones where there's just like five graves. Oh, I don't think I've seen one of those. Like small ones. My sister used to live in New Mexico and there was this like really, really creepy one on these like long winding roads to get to her house and there was literally like six he- headstones in it. It was like just off the road. Little mm. tiny like shits. and trees. I'm thinking of the Queen of Haven one in Mesa that I drive yeah. by literally. Yeah. yeah. Every I day. I think to that's the one work. that my grandpa's buried in. Yes. Broadway? No. Oh. Stabling oh. Baseline. Oh. Literally. Nope. Huge ass cemetery in between the fucking amazing Jakes and Walmart. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay. Um, so after leaving his house, he became very close with his older cousin, who was a Green Bay veteran. Okay. Um, in like what, Vietnam? Right? Yes. Yes. Okay. In Vietnam. And his cousin decided like super great things to teach a 13 year old, right? He would show him, he introduced him to pot and drinking. Okay. He would show him, like, Polaroids that he brought back from Vietnam and not, like, of the scenery or, like, interesting landmarks. Uh, It would be of Vietnamese women that he was raping, murdering, decapitating, posing with their heads. Okay. Yeah. And he never killed anybody? The cousin? Like, he never went to prison. The cousin? Yes. No. Okay. Army. It's fine. No, I mean, like, in America... Oh, no. Okay. Maybe for murdering his wife? Mm. Plot twist. He shoots her in the face. Oh, okay. While Richard Ramirez is there. So maybe that's why he never got to become a serial killer. Because he probably would have been as well. For sure. Because he also taught Ramirez how to like be sneaky and stealthy and like kill in like a single shot or where to stab people to kill them immediately. Very useful skills for a 13-year-old. Yeah, because you should shoot people in the head. They'll live for like eight hours. No. No, yeah, it's, like, body wounds. (laughs) Fun fact. (laughs) Fun fact for sure. Um, So, after this fiasco goes down with his cousin, he moves in with his older sister and and her husband. And her husband is, like, known as an obsessive peeping Tom. So, like, his, like, preferred hobby in his downtime is just... Peeping. Peeping in windows. And those are things that he takes from on, like, almost nightly. He teaches them how to be sneaky, like, how to get to people's houses without being seen or detected. Like, leave no trace of yourself. I know it's, like, relatively harmless, but a fear I've had ever since I've watched, like, The Glass House or I don't know. Oh. Is that a movie? There is a movie with a glass house. Okay, well, that's what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of 13 Ghosts. Nope. Okay. But, like, I'm terrified of looking out of a window and someone looking back at me. Oh, yeah, no, at night I will not look out windows. It freaks me out, like, this window being open right now. I'm like, is there? There might be? There's, um, like, a huge-ass prickly bush. That's perfect for covering the nice stalker. I mean, yeah, if he wants to get stabbed a bunch. (laughs) Okay, so, right, like, while he's learning how to be, like, a pro-peeping Tom, he decides to get heavy into LSD, acid that's fun it's really good for mentally unstable people i've heard oh works wonders um, and he also decided that satanism would like so that's what free. he that's what he wanted to dedicate his life to very passionate about satan okay hail satan <laughs> hail satan for sure that's what he loved to yell um so as a teenager he got a job at a holiday inn and okay. that's kind of where he began to like really cultivate his like sexual rape and like violent fantasies okay so he uh would steal card like the key cards to get into people's rooms and like rob them and so that is when he attempted his first rape because he decided to let himself into a room of a couple the husband had stepped out and he went in and tried to rape the wife I don't know how long he thought the husband would be gone. husband comes back. Yeah, it's a hotel. What do you do? they get a snack from the vending machine. Yeah. Ramirez's favorite foods. So the husband comes back and, like, beats the fuck out of him. As you should. Um, but he doesn't ever, like, get convicted or anything for that charge because the couple decides that they do not want to press charges. So it's, like, sort of like a violent slap on the wrist. Like, hey, maybe just don't do it, buddy. It's fine. Find a different hobby. Don't rape people. Um, so after that, he was obviously fired. He drops out of high school in ninth grade, moves to California, and that's where he's just ready to fuck shit up. Um, so it's thought that, like, for a long time, before, like, 2009, they thought that a 79-year-old woman named Ginny Vincow was his first victim because he broke into an apartment on June 28, 1984. So he's 24 at this time. Yeah, 24. Why? Uh, he stabs her repeatedly in her bed while she sleeps, and then he slashes her throat so deep that he like, nearly decapitates her. Um, his actual first victim was a nine-year-old named Mei Lung. He raped and beat her to death in the basement of Hotel Cecil that he was living in, and then hung her body from a pipe in the basement. How long did he live there? Like four years? Okay. Like during his entire spree. Do we think... He killed Eliza Lamb. Elisa? Elisa? Elisa. Yes, Eliza. I don't I think it's Elisa. Demonic possession by the demon known as Richard Ramirez. Yep, there it is. We have solved it. So he went on to kill 15 people. And so basically his MO stayed the same. He would find a house, he would break in, he would kill the husband. He would rape the wife, make her show him where all their valuables and cash were, and then he would, he would kill them. Uh, but, like, the method that he used was always, like, almost always different. Like, he would shoot the husband, and then he would, like, he's, he used to, like, stab them. He would use a machete in one of them. He would bludgeon people to death with, like, hammers or bats. Um, How do you discreetly carry a machete? I don't know I don't know I just I feel like I would report somebody walking down A a street with a machete same that's not normal no no one of his victims was like such a violent murder he legit gouged her eyes out put them in her own jewelry box and took it home with him gross yeah um he would also steal the woman's lipstick and he would use that to draw satanic imagery around the house and on the woman's body He would make them, like, swear to Satan. Like, his favorite thing to say to them was, shut up, bitch, or I will kill you. And he would make them swear to Satan that they would, like, stop screaming. I know that it's not great, but I always thought the demonic symbols, or Satan symbols, were in blood. That would be worse. I feel a little better about the lipstick. Maybe some of them were. But everything that I read was that it was, like, their lipstick that he chose I mean, it's only, like, a little better, but barely. Barely. Um, like, he got so comfortable while he was doing all of this that he would, after his, like, murderous rampage, he would go into the kitchen and, like, have a snack. Just hang out. Help yourself. Who cares? There was one where he, like, ate almost everything in their fridge and then puked it up on his kitchen floor, on, like, the, the owner's kitchen floor, and then left. And there wasn't no waiting. There and had d- to have been DNA. There had to have been. Is there DNA in throw up? It's mm there, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so, there had to have been. Oh, maybe but, but there was no DNA testing yet, though. No. 84. Yeah. He also liked to claim that Satan would tell him which houses to go into. Like, he would, like, Satan was telling him which house to go to. And he also was, like, he would say that Satan basically, like, would like silence all the sounds to the homeowner so that he could get in undetected and that Satan would guide him through the home directly to the bedroom where he needed to be for like to kill the people. Maybe schizophrenic. Maybe schizophrenic. Maybe we're hearing voices telling us to do these things. Um, During the investigation, so they did find fingerprints on several of like the screens that he would like break in through. Okay. But they weren't, they, like, they never got anywhere with him. They found DNA evidence because he would rape the wives. And they were, uh, they found shoe prints outside several of the windows. And they were always the same shoe. And it was from a brand called Avia. And, like, at that time, it wasn't super popular. Now I think it is. They sell them at Walmart. It's like the Walmart Nike Great. The kids' shoes are like $5. Perfect. Um, so, They found, they like went through the manufacturer and they discovered that the size 11 and a half shoe that he wore was, they only had sold five of that like exact model in that size. And four of them came to Arizona. Only one was sold in California. So they knew that it was like, they were able to tie the murders together. Like it was the same person doing all of these. And he bought the shoes and didn't steal them. Maybe he stole them. No, he had to have bought them for that to be on record. Basically, he continued his, like, fucked up spree of killing until he was captured by civilians, which is, like, my favorite story of somebody... It's the best story. Somebody just getting immediate karma for all the fucked up things they've done. He was on his way back from trying to visit his brother in Arizona. Like, he came to Arizona via bus. Yeah, because didn't shit start to hit the fan for him in California a little bit? Like, he knew? Yes, yes, because they were releasing reports, they were releasing sketches, and it was just, like, getting too hot for him. So, went to Arizona via bus comes back. He walks through the bus station by like walks right by police who are there staking out the bus station trying to catch him. He manages to make it into like this East LA convenience store and he notices like this group of elderly women and they're all whispering like they've identified him. They're calling him El Matador which is the killer and he like panics. He leaves the store. He straight up runs across a freeway ass freeway tries to carjack somebody he fails at carjacking her yeah because that's discreet (laughs) let me just run across the fucking santa Ana freeway yes nobody will cause it's not suspicious at all so he's being chased he's like running through people's yards he tries to carjack two more people before the group of people catch up to him and just smack like smack him over the head with a metal pipe and then they proceed to just beat the fuck out of him until the cops, like, leisurely catch up to them. And this is where that picture is taken of him in the head bandage in the back of the cop car. We will post it. I think it covers his eyebrows. I think that's what it is. And also one eye. I think only one eye is visible. I don't... But when people don't have eyebrows... Yeah. They're too... Even more so terrifying. Yes. Um, So, he's obviously arrested. They connect him to all of the murders. And then... So, his jury... The jury selection for his trial is on July 22nd, 1988. Okay. He greets everybody by raising his hand. He's like, hey, buddy. But he's got a pentagram carved into the palm of his hand. And instead of saying anything, he yells out, hail Satan. Uh, There was also, like, speculation and, like, whispering in the prison where he was being held that he was going to shoot the prosecutor. He was going to have somebody smuggle a gun into his trial and shoot the prosecutor. Oh, so like a civilian, not him. Yes, but he wanted somebody else to come in do, to do this for him. Uh, this made them like heavy on the metal detectors before he could come in, and they had to like search everybody extensively. Wow, yes. So on September 20th, 1989, like year and a half later almost, yeah. Yes. He's convicted of, of all the charges, which is 13 counts of murder, five attempted murders, 11 sexual assaults, and 14 burglaries. During the penalty phase of his trial, he was sentenced to die in California's gas chamber. And he said to the reporters, big deal. Death always went with the territory. See you in Disneyland. Why Disneyland? I don't know. Like he's going to be dead and go to Disneyland? He's going to haunt Disneyland? Haunted Mansion. Pirates of the Caribbean. He's already got the fucked up teeth. The fucked up teeth. He'd like just completely ditched out dental hygiene, all hygiene. He smelled. He smelled terrible. That was like one of the biggest identifying factors in all of like the surviving victims was that he had horrible halitosis and body odor. Gross. Like on top of getting assaulted, you just are like the smell. So I do think most of these people were born this way, but he yes. is somebody that I question. If he would have had half a chance Yes. And I read something where anybody would have been rooting for him. Yes. He was talked about (laughs) in this like article where they're talking about whether serial killers are born or bred with their upbringings. And I 100% he think that he was definitely like a product of his environment. I think Ed Kemper too. I wonder. I, I think so. Like his childhood was so fucked up. How do you come out of that normal? When he was so fucking smart. Yes. Like genius level IQ, which so many serial killers are. Yes. They have to be to get away with so many murders, I think. what was so much easier back then. For sure. So much, like, way less technology and, like... Well, yeah, you could kill somebody in, like, Colorado and nobody would know. No, because who needs to talk to, like, state, like across no, state nobody. lines? nobody. Just do one murder in every 50 states. It's like a fun road trip. Yes. Wonderful. We love that. Uh, so Ramirez yeah. did not yeah. die in the gas chamber. He died of complications from B-cell lymphoma... Yeah at a hospital in California on June 7th, 2013. Wow, that's really recent. Eight years ago. Okay, I thought it was more recent than that. Still, I forget it's 2021. That's terrible, but only eight years ago. Like, what were you doing in 2013? I don't know, not being Richard Ramirez's pen pal like I should have. (laughs) No, you shouldn't have. (laughs) Listen, Ted Kaczynski's so old, but I think of writing him all the time. Try it. Yeah, just once, see what happens. I've heard that he does sometimes write people back. What else does he have to do? He's in prison. I don't know, but I don't know what I would have to say that would be intriguing enough for Ted to Want to talk to me? Mm-hmm. I know he's a terrible person. I just... Ask for an interview. Tell him we're doing a podcast, and I want to talk to you. Give me your story. Straight from the murderer's mouth. Well, he wasn't really a murderer. I'm just like... He just was like a maimer. Straight from the source? Maimer. He maimed people. Not really better. No, no it's not. Because then those people like have to go on living with what he did to them. Yes. Is that it? I mean, yeah, I guess oh. he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> he dies at 53. He had been on death row for over 23 years. Wow, so he got put in at 30. Yes. Short life. Well, yeah, homie started to kill people when he was like younger 20. than 24. Because the nine-year-old victim was before... Everybody else, yeah. His spree that started in 84. Like, he just lost his shit in 84, went crazy, killed everybody. I think Ted Bundy lost his shit in 74. So, yeah, that's that's him. Jim Behemoth, what was your favorite thing he said in the survey? Oh, my God. Let me pull it up because it's wild. Um, I will post a picture of it. But just pick your favorite question and answer. <sighs> All right, so he did this questionnaire. He was given this questionnaire while he was in prison. And it's like all of your favorites, this and that. Um, His favorite vacation spot is Uranus. (laughs) Let me see it. I I forget what mine was when I read it, and I was like... Was it that one? Oh, the favorite food? Women's feet. Yeah, that one was bad, too. It's all bad. It is all bad. I will will post it. I did find it on Murderpedia for everybody interested in just... It's bad, it's bad, it's so bad. Describe yourself, asshole, and proud of it. I'm putting it away. Well, I mean, he was one. He sure was. Mm-hmm. Ted Bundy? Yes, please tell me everything you know about Ted Bundy. Okay, so he has, like, messy timelines. Like, yeah, not, like, the killings necessarily, but, like, what people know about his life is, like, very, in my opinion, conflicting. Yes. Like, so he was born to an unwed mother, and, like, I forget what they call it, but, like, an actual home for unwed mothers, Hmm. and he was raised believing that his grandfather was his father and his mother was his older sister. But when he was, like, four, I think they moved out of that house, like, uh, her parents' house, his grandparents' house, Okay. and he still thought his mom was his older sister. And then she gets married, and he takes his stepdad's last name as Bundy, mm-hmm. but he still thinks his mom is his older sister, and he's, like, six at that point. So I'm just curious as to, like, what you tell your kid. At what point do you tell them, hey, call me mom, not sis? Right. Was his grandfather actually his? It's speculated. So, like, he raped his own daughter? Yeah, I guess he was highly abusive. Wonderful. His birth certificate says something like George Marshall, but, like, nobody knows. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, so that's, like, a weird, messy timeline. It it becomes relevant later. Okay. Um, but he was fairly well liked among his peers, but uh, he does say that he had a hard time forming relationships with people. Mm. Um, there's like no documentation uh, that he like killed animals or anything like that. He didn't wet the bed um, and he didn't start fire. So he doesn't have like the triad. Right. No like head trauma? No head trauma. Hmm. That's not true. I think he did have a head injury as like a toddler. I think most toddlers have head injuries nowadays. Honestly, yeah, but the tree wild. Yes, but the triad is like bedwetting. Yes. Um, head injury. Killer. No, the head injuries isn't on it. I thought it was. No, that's mm-hmm. just like a uh, theory. Hmm. A commonality among a lot of serial killers. A lot of them. Um, but so yeah, he didn't wet the bed. He didn't cause animals harm, and he didn't set fires. Um, he did well in school. Um, he went to college right after high school. But as a child, I wanted to mention this, he did set tiger traps where he would dig a hole and then sharpen sticks and, like, put them in the hole so that when you fell, you hit the sticks, and one girl did, like, pretty severely damage. What was he going to do when he trapped them? Oh, it was, like, just to hurt them. Hmm. I think he was just... He was just, like, trying to see what he could do and get away with. Yeah. Also, when he was three years old, his aunt said... That she woke up from a nap um, and he had put knives all around her and was laughing. No. Yeah, so I, I definitely think Homie was born. Yeah. A killer. An honest about psycho. Yes, absolutely. No doubt in my mind. No. Um, yeah, so then he went um, to college um, and he dropped out initially after his first year. Not important. Nobody actually cares about that stuff. Um. (laughs) Well, like, it's kind of important because he tried to claim that he was going to law school for so long. Well, he got a bachelor's degree. But he dropped out. No, he goes back. He Uh, does finish it. He has a bachelor's degree, and he did go to UVU for law. Okay. Like, he has more education than we do. Sure does. Sure does. College dropout, what? (laughs) (laughs) Same. You don't need college. You don't need college. (laughs) Um... Yeah, okay. So his first murder is in 1965. So he was 19. um, And it was of Lonnie Trumbull, and he seriously injured her roommate, Lisa Wick, in their Seattle apartment. Mm -hmm. This was like right after he graduated high school and enrolled in college. That's too young. It's entirely too young, yeah. And then in 1966, because he was going to a different Washington school, in 1966, he enrolls in the actual University of Washington. Good. And it's there that he meets Stephanie Brooks. It's not her real name, but nobody knows her real right. name. Right, the one that he's just obsessed over. Obsessed over, the only woman he ever loved. Um, Apparently. And they only date for, like, a year, and then she dumps him. Um, and it destroys his heart, and people say that his victims all resemble her. But I also feel like it was the 70s, and everybody had brown hair parted down the middle. Yeah because people weren't like bleaching their hair then right and blondes are like four percent of the population or something like right stupid like that literally everybody looked like gen z's that's what it is every well they're bringing it back they they I should honest to god just start calling it like the ted buddy victim look-alike i literally told my hairdresser i want you to part my hair like linda and Haley. stop that's what i told joe <laughs> I don't know if she got the reference. Oh, maybe. <laughs> She's kind of creepy like that. Yeah, I said I want to part my hair like Lindy and Healy, because my hair really wants to be parted on the side. My hair exclusively wants to be parted on the side except for when I do the double braids and I'll part it down the middle. I don't hate the middle part. I don't hate it except for I have this widow's peak so it looks weird when I part down the middle. Like I'm like literally splitting strands of hairs to get the fucking middle part okay Maggie has like four strands of hair that are widow's peak but she actually has 47 pounds of hair on the rest of her head entirely too much yes okay so they date they break up he's devastated um in 1969 he goes home and that's where people say he learned that his mother was his mother and not his sister yes I'm going to pop my knuckle since the dog just shook okay (laughs) (laughs) Perfect timing. Yes. Get it all out. Yes. Um, And then in 1969, he re-enters the University of Washington, and he meets Liz Kendall, which is who that movie was about, like her side of the story. Yes, the Netflix one with Zac Efron. Shockingly evil. Evil, incredibly wicked, and vile. It's those words. I'm not sure in what order. Nope. Yes. Great movie. And he dates her for four years, and she's his girlfriend for most of the murders. And then in um, 1973, he abducts a woman named Kathy Devine and kills her in Olympia, Washington, or at least that's where her body's found. Mm -hmm. January 5th of the following year, he attacks Johnny Lenz in her Seattle apartment, and she's the one who survives. He breaks off the metal bedpost, Mm -hmm. beats her with it, and then rapes her with it um and she yeah she survived but she does have permanent brain damage yes yeah she and I, was in that documentary about yeah i think him. she has like permanent um she's ringing like, in her ears yes yeah yeah and then it's uh about a month later february 1st 1974 that he abducts linda and healy and this is when he decides that he's not gonna like leave people anymore so he takes them um kills them and then like stashes their body at mount taylor the best that we know. Because um, he wasn't into necrophilia at this point. Not yet. So I just think he went back and visited the bodies. Yeah, Still creepy. It's terrible. But it's at this point that basically a college girl goes missing every month. No, that is that is entirely... Don't go to college. Entirely too many girls. Too many girls. Don't go to college. I feel like it doesn't happen anymore. Mm-mm. There's too much... It probably does now. though. I don't think that it could ever happen, like, at a Ted Bundy rate. No. But somebody might get away with one or two. But do you remember the baseline killer? Yes. He was terrifying. What was that, like, 2010? No, it was, like, 2008. I wasn't driving yet, and my parents, because we lived on baseline. Oh, yeah. Like, forbid me to walk anywhere. Yes. Even though, like, like, technology between 2008 and right now, like... Yeah. Every other fucking house has a ring doorbell. I know. Can like, you imagine you can see shit when you could anywhere. fucking cut people's phone lines? No. no. You're just stuck. No. Whereas, like, literally if I can't get my phone open, I can dial 911. Yes. I can tell Siri to dial 911 for me. Yes. Also, they'll come. Oh, like, yeah. If you call them. Yeah. Yeah. So you should register your address. Make sure it's the right Yes. Anyways, not important, but semi-important. Don't send 911 dispatchers to the wrong place. Yeah, don't do it. They want to help you. They do. So then March 12th, which is like just over a month later, he abducts a woman named Donna Mason. Uh, Another month later, he abducts Susan Rancourt and kills her. He's killing these people. He didn't like abduct people and let them go. Um, (laughs) May 6th, he abducts Kathy Perks. June 1st, he abducts Brenda Ball. Um, And then this one, 10 days later, June 11th, he abducts George Ann Hawkins. Mm. And this was his first victim of necrophilia. I wonder what made him start so late (laughs) to the game. I I mean, it it was less than a year. What triggered it in him? Like, how many victims did he go through before he was like, hmm, this looks like something I could also get into? I think he probably stopped getting off on it. The killing. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Also, fun fact, he would wash the girls' hairs after. Like, the people that he practiced necrophilia on, he would wash their hair. Not a fun fact. I mean, sort of. Terrible fact. Disgusting fact. Terrible fact. I'm just kidding. When I learned it, I made an audible gasp out loud by myself. (gasps) (laughs) But, like, why? Because I think you, like, put... Like, he didn't care about them, so, like, he didn't care... No, but I think you play, like, grown-up dead Barbies. Grown-up dead Barbies. Oh, no. I think that's what they do. Life-size grown-up dead Barbies. Yeah. That is terrible. Because he visited them even before Georgian. Right. He just never, like, touched them or did anything. As far as we know. He never penetrated them. That's a terrible word. It's Well, it is a terrible word, but I. that's the word Accurate you have to use. situation, I guess. Talking about these things. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then... <laughs> another eight days later no he abducts and kills a girl named brenda baker um and then in july this is like what i think is i don't want to say impressive is it like sammamish yes he abducts janice ott and denise nasland from lake sammamish park on the same day but like hours so he later. abducts janice ott yes takes her to mount taylor Chains her to a tree. I think she's pretty badly beaten at this point, like unconscious. It has to be, yeah. And then he gets Denise Nasland and takes her back. Oh my god. And then he kills him both. That is awful. He leaves the first girl alive while he goes to get the second one. Like we'll like we'll say half alive. Like I don't think she was conscious. It wasn't Lake Samuel that day packed. Because it's Washington and it was like the only day it was sunny that year. Right. So he went through, I think, like 10 girls before Janice Ott said yes. And then. So um, that, oh, because he was, he was asking for help with the kayak, right? Yeah, because he had a cast on. Fake cast. Fake, fake cast. cast. And then he just snagged Denise and asked Linda as she was going to the bathroom. Wow. Yeah, they were literally never seen again. But because he asked so many girls, people. He's there. Oh, but people yeah. had like a composite sketch. Yeah. For instance, It was him, And he used the same. He always introduced himself as Ted. Pick a different fucking name. Pick a different fucking name. Any other name? Nope, always 10. Bob. Joe. Any other name? Denise. Your name's Denise, my name's Denise. It's so weird. I know I'm a man. Doesn't matter. I don't need to know. Yeah. Um, so they have like a composite sketch for him after this incident. Also, people are fucking terrified. Because, like, yeah. at this point, what, from November to July, mm-hmm. like, almost 10 people have gone missing? all fitting the same basic description yeah they all look a lot alike yeah yeah so the composite sketch comes out the police were getting like 200 leads a day um his girlfriend put in his name and so did like a couple other people who knew him from school and the um police were like oh no no it can't be him he's involved with the republican party he volunteers he works for the suicide prevention hotline. That could never be a cover for a serial killer. No, never. Such a nice guy. So nice. So handsome. Such a great talker. Yeah. Ugh. Um, and it's after that that he um, goes to law school. Oh, so in the middle of our killing spree. Yeah. So he. That's for July. We'll and go then to law like, school. What? August or September? Yeah, law school starts. Hmm. I don't know if it's different in the PNW. Um, and then September 7th, they find body parts from Nasland, Hawkins, um, two miles away from Lake Spamish Park. Yeah. Doesn't stop there, though. Why would it? Nope. In nope. October, he kills Nancy Wilcox. Two weeks after the October 2nd, he kills Melissa Smith, and that was in Utah. So he would, like, travel to go snow skiing, okay. and so he made, like, pit stop kills. Of course, that's a part of, like, an essential part of every vacation. Yes. Which is, yeah, I think that's why his girlfriend never caught on. Right, because he's just going on vacation to ski. They don't. He's not killing anybody. That's outlandish. These are details that are not, like, readily available, but did she see his car with the fucking missing passenger seat? Did she ever drive in his car with him, ever? Did he have two cars? Hey babe, let's take your car. No, we know he's obsessed with the Volkswagen bug. He would never set foot in another car. No, but did they have two? Did he have two? Like Dexter in his apartment? Hmm. Maybe. Family Bundy, killer Bundy. One and the same. Exactly the same person actually, but yes. Okay, so that was in Utah. Um, and then he kills another girl in Utah, um, on Halloween. Her name is Laura Amy. And then November 8th, um, is when he fucks up that abduction of Carol Durant. Oh, He goes into, like, a bookstore, and he Mm -hmm. finds her. Yeah. He tells her his name is Officer Roslin. I do think he says his name is Ted Roslin, though. He has to be Ted. Yes. It's like he subconsciously wants to be caught. They all do. Because he always thought he was going to be something important. Mm. This isn't what I would. He just wanted to be like the worst kind of important? Yes. Wonderful. Yeah, but he always thought he was going to be somebody. And he was, just not the somebody that... That he maybe thought of for himself. Yes. One of the most notorious serial killers.
1: Nailed
0: yes. Then he was. He loved it. He did it. a great job. I mean, he loved the media when they got oh, yeah. to him. So I mean, he... Botches that abduction. He goes to put the... Well, for... She's stupid, too. I'm sorry. But he takes her to his Volkswagen Bug to drive to the, the um, right. police he station. Gets, he does not have... Like, were there car. undercover cars, then? No. I mean, maybe, but they weren't bugs. They were not bugs. That'd ever. be like getting pulled over by a fucking smart car cop. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine, like, if they actually had to arrest somebody... Hey, I'm going to need you to drive your own car. Just follow me. You are under arrest. Yeah, because there's no vaccines. Follow me, though. Sit next to me. I'm going to handcuff you to the little tiny oh shit handle. Yes, that's what it is. (laughs) This car is so small, you can reach over and kick me with your foot. It's fine. You won't because you're under arrest and you're a good law-abiding citizen. Yes. It's fine. But when they pass the police station, that's when she tries to get out. He tries to handcuff Mm -hmm. her and he puts the same... He yeah. gets the handcuffs on her, but he puts them on one arm, so like one hand is free. Got it. So then she How jumps. How did he notice that? I just think it was like a flurry mm. of things happening, just fighting. Got yes. It. So then she goes to the police, obviously, um, and then uh, he actually like they gather like a lineup, and she does point right. Him out right. Um, but that night, he decides that he should kidnap and kill another girl. Um, Her name's Debbie Kent, because naturally he didn't get that one. Right, he did not get to kill her, so he needs another one. Yes. And okay. then in January, he kills Karen Campbell in Colorado, which is actually who they'll put him on trial for after Carol Durange. In Colorado. In Colorado, okay. yeah. Um, and then, like, less than a month later, her body's found near the hotel that she disappeared from. Mm-hmm. Um, and... March, the skulls of Linda Ann Healy, Brenda Ball, um, and Susan Rancourt are found near Taylor Mountain, mm-hmm. which is where he like to keep the girls. Um, Twelve days later, like, where is his sign to stop? Like, it has to be televised that they're finding all this shit. Right. And he just keeps going. <laughs> he's so good, he'll never be caught. Look at how many girls he's killed. That's had to have been what he thought. I am so good, I will literally never be caught. The definition of bulletproof. Yep. He probably well, thought he, he could just have talk his way. way out Oh, well, yeah, for sure. But de- pathological yeah. liar. Oh, yes. Definitely thought he could talk his way out of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, then he kills Julie Cunningham. And then um, April 6th of 75, he kills Melanie Cooley. And then April 23rd, Cooley's found. It just... He isn't even convicted for... Um, the carol de thing till june 30th so he's like just what, months months causing mayhem still a girl the whole time. time or two a month from january to june and then he gets sentenced to one to 15 years which that's we t- that's too big of a gap i know for but we murder. all know he's a no because it was just kidnapping he didn't kill care or um, oh i thought this was in the colorado murder no so this, okay yeah that's That's too big of a gap. I know, but we all know he would have gotten out in like 18 months for model citizenship. Maybe not even that long. Correct. Slap on the wrist, community service. Yes. So then Colorado's like, give him to us because they think he killed Karen Campbell. It's there that he decides to defend himself.
1: He doesn't want a public defender.
0: And the reason being is that you don't have to wear handcuffs if you're defending yourself. Because they, like, you don't have to look like a prisoner. Right, you're supposed to be able to present yourself like a professional. Yes, and then he had access to the phones, um, the law library, all that Good. good stuff. Good, good, good. Everything that any serial killer needs. Yes. Total freedom. So the interesting thing is that he actually probably would have gotten off on the Colorado murders because the only thing they had on him... I mean, all this shit looks suspicious. I feel like it's at this point they know he has done all these murders, but they have no right. way to link him to them. Right. It's all circumstantial, basically, at this point. Yes. And Karen Campbell's case was circumstantial, too, but they had a mm-hmm. brochure of the hotel she was staying at in his car. Mm. Literally, like, the only thing like him. The only him. piece of evidence. Yeah. So he probably would have gotten off. Um, but that was too long for Ted. Of course it was. So he jumped out of a window instead. As you do. As you do. And when asked about it, like by the guards, mm-hmm. they said it was not their turn to watch him. Question. Maybe an answer. You're a guard. Your job is to guard a prisoner. Mm-hmm. Whose fucking turn is it to watch him if not yours when you're actively there? Well, he's so handsome. He's just so handsome. Yes. And they're just distracted so a homie can jump out of a fucking window. Second story window. Absolutely. Fun fun. I'm sure that went over well. Yep. And the only reason they knew he was gone was because a pedestrian went into the courthouse and asked if it was normal for people to be jumping out of windows. Yes, ma'am. That's our fun exit? Yes. Like it would have taken them longer to realize he was gone if right. someone wouldn't have. Like nobody was checking on him. Or no. Obviously they... nobody was watching him or he wouldn't have been able to No, they're just like, oh, in we're on recess. You want to use the Lyle Library? See ya. Bye. Have fun. Don't jump out any windows. You don't have uh, handcuffs. Do what you want, ma'am. It's fine. Literally do what you want whatever you want we're here for you so that's in june Mm -hmm. he makes it like six days in the rockies and then he like literally comes back yeah homie's not prepared for that life no not at all and then so they re-incarcerate him okay right is that the yeah um and then obviously gets like a ton of sentencing added on to not just the slap on the wrist and community service this time well, no, because now they're trying him for, like, escape everything. Yes. Good. Yes. So then that's when he sees the um, vent in his ceiling, in his cell. Mm-hmm. Um, so from June, he's um, apprehended June 30th okay. of 77. Seven? 77. Um, he loses 35 pounds by December 30th. So it's, like, what, six months? Uh-huh. Less than, not healthy. Not healthy. Definitely like refused food. He's just not eating. It. Yeah, so then he cuts a hole um, around the vent. He gets a hacksaw in prison. Now traded something. Who the hell knows? Ramen, ramen packets, and cigarettes. Just you just switch. Yes, maybe there was a vending machine. Probably a vending machine. Like just any sort of tools you might need in jail: screwdrivers, hacksaws, toilet wine, toilet wine, whatever. It's so a way for them want. to make money, right? Yes, we need it. So he uses the hacksaw, cuts out the hole like where the vent is, so he can like put it back. Mm. He does practice runs. Prisoners told guards that they heard footsteps in the ceiling. They shrugged mm. it off. No way. Not something to investigate at all when you already have somebody who has escaped to your jail once. Once. Yep. So he waits until December thirtieth, when everybody's gone on like winter vacation, Christmas vacation. I'm so sorry. Guards don't actually get to take a winter vacation. Somebody has to stay and watch your prisoners. Oh, I think they did in the 70s. They just, like, dipped out. You guys will behave, right? I don't think people realize people were heinous. That was like when your 8-year-old could, like, ride their bike to the gas station and buy you cigarettes. True. They had to have, like... He's on trial for all these things, though. Yeah,
1: like, but I think... Didn't murder.
0: Well, I mean, I guess Gacy, too. But I think he was the first one that people were like, Oh, shit. People are actually this fucked up? Yeah. Hmm. Still. Still. They just had, like, the B team of guards out. Yes. Solid. Okay. So Good. he gets um, into, like, the chief um, apartment that's above his room. hmm Changes his clothes. Good. Walks out the front door. Because, you know, these guards have not been seeing his face at all. Like, they wouldn't recognize you if you walked right by him. Nope. Not at all. That makes you feel normal. so safe. Not like a prisoner. Colorado's great. Listen, people just broke out of Yuma. True. And Florence. Oh, maybe it was Florence. It was Florence because it's by my house. Yeah. They found those motherfuckers in like a cotton field. Really? Yeah. They didn't change their clothes though. Uh, well, that was their first... Pro- they should have broken out via... The I chief, think they were still handcuffed, I'm going to be partner. honest. Probably. They were out for like two or three days. Yeah. Wow, but literally did nothing. They just sat in a field. (laughs) Not a great way to spend your freedom. (laughs) No, I think I'd rather be somewhere where they gave me food. Right in a bed. Yes. So it's at this point that he goes on his fucking rampage. He steals a plot twist Volkswagen Bug. Also, the Volkswagen Bug is always like a brown. Like a. Like a tan, like a, like a yellowy orange, beige, like champagne. Very seventies. Yes. Where everything is just like shades of yellow and brown. Like dirty white. Good. You know what I mean? Same car, same color. He loves it. He loves That's it. what he knows, that's what he loves. Yes. Um I also don't know if I said this, I just think I talked about the car. But he would pull he pulled out the passenger seat. Right, to lay the bodies down. Yes. And then he would take out the door handle. Do you know what we learned today? (laughs) What? You walk by an average of 13 dead bodies in cars in your lifetime. I want to see them. Well, I'm just going to start looking in everybody's motherfucking windows. Yep. That's the same, like, what is it? You walk by the average of, like, 16 murderers in your lifetime? Yes. Is it 16? Yes. That's too many. I want, like... I think it's serial killers. I want like a stats sheet I want to know like I want something like on my phone like ping I want like a notification like hey you just walked by somebody who has killed four fucking people so my mother-in-law thought it was one person like you met a murderer once in your life when I told her the updated number she said, I have to do it 15 more times. Oh, no. <laughs> Does that mean that she's walked by a confirmed murderer? I know. I just think she thought by like 63 she'd have she's gotten it out of Now she's like, fuck. 15 more people. God damn it. Also, Cheryl's like quasi-intuitive, so she might have known. She probably did. Um, very similar to a name I'm about to say, but Cheryl is my mother-in-law. Yes. Um, and then... So he's escaped for two weeks, and that's when he wreaks havoc at Florida State University. So he drives, like, just straight Colorado to Florida. He stops in Chicago. Doesn't do anything there, though. Just hangs out, visits. Florida. I guess, yeah. Get some deep dish. <laughs> he, he wants to see South. the bean and have some pizza. Yeah. Great. Then goes to Tallahassee. And I don't know why Florida. Maybe it was just the farthest possible place that he could get to. From Washington. Like, it's kitty-corner from each other. Yeah, maybe. Like, he's like, these fuckers will not, like, share info. I'm good down here. Yes. So yeah. that's when he kills, um, in the Kyle Omega house, he kills Lisa Levy and Margaret Bowen. He attacks Cheryl Thomas in a house nearby, seriously injuring her, but she does um, live. Um, and I think there were two other girls, too, that he that injured. Survived yeah, attack. and they survived. Um, and what's, like, interesting about these is there were 30 people with earshot and nobody heard a thing. Was he taking tips, like, from the Night Stalker or, like, how did he self-101? I think they were asleep. Mm-hmm. And then I think he would bludgeon them before they could wake up. Wow. That's my That theory. is not a fast way to die. Oh, no. But he would, like, bludgeon them... So badly. He bludgeoned one woman so badly. She lived that like her brain, you could see her brain. No. Like outside of her skull. Oh. Yeah. I think it's like, I think being beaten to death is up there with. The worst. Burning alive and getting buried alive. Oh my God. And drowning. Yeah. I mean, I think being buried alive is the worst. Oh, yes. But like top four. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yes. And then it's a month ish later that he abducts kimberly ann leach which is like the one that i feel like sits really eerie with people because she was like 12 yeah she was a child a child she was his youngest victim right yes yeah yeah he just like got desperate at that point just grabbed whoever he could and then it's four days later that he's arrested in florida for driving a stolen volkswagen Son of a bitch. Yep. Leave the Volkswagens behind. Pick something. Yeah, because in his profile, it was like, this Mm. is what he looks like. This is the car he drives. This is what he goes by. Just Ted. And he never ditched the car. And I think um, when they caught him, he had the Chi Omega girls that he murdered and injured. Yes. Their driver's licenses. That is not damning evidence at all. Nope, not at all. And then it's two months after his arrest that they find Kimberly and Leach's body, which is really sad. yes and um in july he's indicted for the murders of levy Mm -hmm. bowman and leach good yep and it takes them a whopping less than 20 days to -hmm. find him guilty of all three murders wonderful he is sentenced to death for all three murders um and he so this is in 79 it is still 10 years but he was executed 10 years later which is pretty quick for death row because they have to let you file, what, two sets of appeals? I think it is. And he damn sure did. Oh, absolutely he did. He also wouldn't pick his last meal. He refused. So it was something generic that they picked for him. It was like steak and eggs. I don't know if he ate it. Like, why would he refuse it? What's the point? I mean, he probably didn't eat it, but, like, he wouldn't pick it. I love looking at, like, murderers last meal choice. Oh I guess Richard Ramirez didn't get one because he like just died. Just straight up died. Like 20 years before he was supposed to be killed. (sighs) So disappointed. (laughs) Like he spent 23 years waiting to be killed. Yes. Also Ted Bundy blamed his um, murderous tendencies on porn. No. No he did He also (laughs) like wouldn't really ever confess to them when he would talk about them. He would talk about them in third person. He grabbed the girl. That's right that's in the documentary yeah you he, grabbed the girl you did it sir you did it and well then, if somebody were to grab the girl yes. sir you grabbed her yes. yes you did it and then on his confession tapes like when he actually is I think he confessed to George Ann Hawkins mm-hmm. he's like whispering every I'll time he asked. does something bad like he's like yeah so I took her I, she came into my car and then I handcuffed her no <laughs> like it's that better it, like it's yeah, not, it doesn't hide anything so you're literally still saying these words he's just quietly listen it's shitty quality yeah maybe that's what he knew was he hoping to like obscure what he was saying so that he could be like i didn't say that like what was well the- no because he was dying like two days later i know but he was trying to like get them to like prolong his execution wasn't yeah he? oh yeah because he like always was talking to the press yeah when the trials were going on, he said, and I quote, I'm more popular than Disneyland. What is with these fuckers in Disneyland? <laughs> I don't know, but I kinda like it. <laughs> also, like homies in Florida, he could have chosen Disney World. Also, murders Disneyland? Is that a thing? Have people murders died at Disneyland. At Disneyland. Maybe like of natural causes. I'm gonna have to look it up. Probably. I'm going to, yeah, absolutely. It seems Googleable. For sure. Redditable. Anythingable. Yeah. People had to have died Disneyland. Well how do you die? Yeah, but how do you die of natural causes at Disneyland? Heart attack. But why? I don't know why people just have heart attacks. Okay, I guess that's fair. They got so scared by Richard Ramirez's ghost in Haunted Mansion. No, because that's that's too recent. People have only been dying of Richard Ramirez's demonic possession for the last like eight years. Stop saying eight years. I can't believe that was so so close. Like almost a decade. Wild. Gross. Maybe by 2023 we'll be going to concerts. We will. 2021. I'm hoping this here, but I'm sorry. I can't. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a chronic knuckle popper. Same. It's taking everything in me to not just I feel like I can fear the air air bubbles in my hands. Yeah, because you're you're, you're like thinking about doing it. Yeah. It's consuming. This is how Ted Bundy felt. (laughs) My need to pop my knuckles is the exact same as Ted Bundy's need to kill young pretty long brown hair parted on the middle girls similar basically the same yeah and it's funny because like carolyn boone did not fit his profile at all no that was his wife yeah they got married during his fucking trial like how real is that stupid oh yeah because if you propose to somebody in the state of florida in courtroom in a courtroom and they say yes you're then married he declared himself married Yes. Because it's in front of a judge. Yes. Prosecution was pissed. Yeah. Also, can we talk about Ted Bundy's mystery daughter? She... Yeah, but she's like our mom's age. I know. I just... Like, listen, if this podcast somehow finds Ted Bundy's mystery granddaughter... Can you write us an anonymous letter? Great-granddaughter? No, not great-granddaughter. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I guess Cheryl's a great-grandma, but that's some bullshit. So, Grant, we'll, we'll go granddaughter. If you are Ted Bundy's secret granddaughter, send us an email. Anonymously. We want to know who you are. Write the letter. Tell us. I'll get a P.O. box when I can out my address. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, it's theorized that maybe he escaped prison because the metal bar outside of his window was cut in half and re-put back together with jail, like, Homemade gel glue that was made from soap. The soap glue. Yeah. So they think like maybe he escaped, killed people, and came right back. In Florida. Yes. Yeah, because Florida fried him. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. The fry wasn't televised, but like the before and after was. Yeah. Outside, what, like 2,000 people? Yeah, we're partying. Celebrating. Yeah, he died at, at like six, seven. Eight, 7. He eight. died at like seven sixteen 16 in the morning. They lit off fireworks. They were literally out there drunk all night long. It was a straight up party. Yes, so absolutely it was. Love that. Because people were terrified. That's, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. Me too. I don't think I know. Oh, no, we have um, not this episode, but we'll release a shorter, less rambly episode. I think potentially maybe more rambly, I'm going to be honest. Probably. And it will be uh, Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, and Ted Bundy's birth birth charts. charts. Which we also learned today that more serial killers are Virgos than Scorpios, which I guess people apparently thought serial killers were Scorpios. I didn't necessarily think that. It's because, speaking as a Scorpio, we're like dark. We're like spooky. But we're also very straight to the point. Virgos hate confrontation, though. That's why they just fucking kill them instead of fighting them. I'll fight somebody. I'm a Virgo. Scorpio here. I don't kill people, but I am meticulous. <laughs> I don't kill people. Disclaimer, we do not kill anybody. Yeah, big asterisk. Yes. There's this TikTok challenge really quick where people... I. It makes me wonder, but it's like they type like... Um, it's like a video of their face, and it's like... Um, a serial killer who is not yet caught is like the text above it oh no like is it a trend or is it real cause I need to know but I don't feel comfortable just messaging someone being like hey no you absolutely should message somebody are you a serial but then what if they are then we interview them on the podcast no but then what if they come to kill me well you don't you give them your PO box listen that's the thing I think this stuff is very interesting but it also actually scares the shit out of me oh yeah I mean, I sleep with mace in my nightstand. Okay, I'll do that. Pepper spray. It's hot pink. Really cute. Amazon, like $16. I do check, like, all the rooms and all the closets. Yes. Birth charts. We're going to edit this. We're going to post it. We're on Instagram. Spotify. And we'll be on Spotify. Instagram handle at the one where we talk about murder. I am Maggie. I'm Cassie. And that's it. That's it. Goodbye. Bye.